0: Today with Joe Nash on Live
1: 95
0: with Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. As a dear manner, do you regularly feel under stress between work? family and even friends. Well, Gillian O'Gorman is a, a local wellness advocate and uh, she has some interesting thoughts on this and she's with me in the studio to share them now and you're welcome, Gillian. Good, Good morning, morning to you. How are you doing? Um, talk us through your own experience of stress and, and the initial negative impact it had on you and how you worked through it.
1: Well, yeah, going back to about 2008, um, I was relocating to Limerick and I was getting a new job so um, at that time in my life I, I guess I've discovered since where my mind was at and how I approached going into that job and basically I wanted to be successful so things weren't working out as I had wanted in my personal life I'd broken up from a relationship, I had moved back to my parents house so I wanted to make something of myself so I decided right I'm going to do it in my career so therefore I went into that job with the belief that to be successful I had to work really hard Okay, and working hard meant working long hours so therefore that's the experience that I created so what actually manifested was working weeks of 60 70 sometimes 80 hours a week Um, and if you do that ongoing obviously it's going to take a toll on your stress levels on your wellness and you've no balance in your life so you're basically focused just in one area of your life and what happens then your relationships can suffer your health can suffer and that's exactly what happened to me and I wasn't aware of that at the time because I was very tunnel vision. For me to feel good as a person, I needed to be successful. So success was working hard and I was in that loop. So in about 2014, I was actually diagnosed with an autoimmune condition, which can be triggered by chronic stress. Well, just
0: to point out now, so this was the case for something like six years.
1: Well, um, working in that organisation, I was five years working in that organisation, working long hours. And don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it too. I became very, I always become very passionate about what I'm doing. I earned nice money. I drove a nice car. Um, But if you were to look back and ask me, was I happy? I wasn't happy. And I wasn't happy because there wasn't balance in my life. So there's many different areas to our wellness. Career is one, you know.
0: And what was the trigger then finally to say, hang on, I've got to get off or out of this cycle?
1: Um, I guess really assessing that like I wasn't happy. So at the time, my mom was still alive at the time and she was somebody I confided in a lot and she knew me. All our mothers know us the best. Um, And um, there was a few things that happened. I had burnout. So I went to the doctor and the doctor said to me, you actually are burnt out. I didn't know what that meant. And that probably was in 2011, 2012. Um, So I signed off work um, for two weeks. Um, You kind of feel a failure then, don't you? Because you see your colleagues still. Still thriving and you see your friends are okay so therefore then you start to berate yourself so not only are you stressed but now you're actually being hard on yourself at a time when you need to be compassionate to yourself. Um, I went into counselling at the time as well so the counsellor was kind of helping me to become aware of my choices um, and my thoughts around things so my biggest enemy was myself and how I thought about myself um, but I still didn't connect leaving the organisation because at the time we were still in the recession so people weren't really leaving their jobs either. Plus, to be honest, I liked the money that I was on, I liked the nice car that I was driving around, and the lifestyle that was giving me. Um, and, but and you
0: didn't have much time to enjoy the lifestyle if you were working 80 hours a
1: week. <laughs> That's the other thing. Um, and so, really, in 2013, um, I just kind of, you know, felt that I wanted to give back, I wanted to do something that was more aligned with my values, and, you know, my values are I'm a very empathetic person, um, I like to help and support people um, and I didn't for a minute think that I would actually move into an area that was going to do that as my career so I took the first step and I went working for a charity. Right. Um,
0: but was it still a wrench though because you obviously left things behind to find your new path.
1: Mm-hmm. It didn't, it didn't actually, I went from the, the frying pan into the fire um, because I still had the wrong mindset. And, you know, I would have been someone who thought I had 11 of, of awareness but I wasn't really aware. And I guess, you know, my wake-up call um, or my transformational moment was when my mother passed away and my mother passed away suddenly in 2015. Um, and, you know, interestingly enough, it was the 8th of August that she passed away. On the 8th of July I had a very, you know, big heart-to-heart with my mother about a personal issue. And she said to me, Jill, you're going to have to learn to cope better. You're just going to have to learn to cope better. So when she passed away only four weeks later, you know, and it was the worst possible thing that you can imagine, losing a mother, losing a mother suddenly, um, those words kind of were in my head, I'm going to have to learn to cope better. And something kind of woke up in me that I needed to find answers, solutions to support myself, not only to deal with losing my mother, but to deal with life and to develop a resilience and coping strategies so that I could create a nicer life for myself and kind of find my purpose within all that
0: What were those strategies?
1: So the first was I started to attend workshops and workshops around personal development. I mean, I remember the first time I heard about personal development in two thousand and thirteen. I didn't know what it was. You know, I was like, "What does that actually mean?" Someone was saying, "Oh, I'm doing a personal development course," um, and so I guess you know sometimes the universe sends us different kind of signs and signals. Once we we make a decision, and what happened was I started to meet different people who would advise different you know stress relief strategies. So Reiki was one, going and actually getting some therapy um, and then going to workshops that helped me become aware of my thoughts, how I manage myself in stressful moments, and how to be more compassionate to myself.
0: Right. We're chatting to Gillian O'Gorman, who is a, a wellness advocate and based locally. Um, so, but right now, you know, as mm-hmm. we're chatting, and I accept it's a slightly unusual <laughs> scenario, you don't talk to people with microphones in front of your face yes. all the time. But that aside, Do you feel different and are you conscious of feeling different than you did at the height of stress when you were going through Mm -hmm. that and didn't recognize it then?
1: Absolutely, Joe. What I've done is I've learned to, you know, take back my wellness um, through my thoughts and through my actions. Now it's not an overnight thing, you know. I started this late 2015. So I'm going into my fifth year of working on myself day to day. And you were saying there, what are those strategies? So sometimes just breathing techniques, you know, meditation, and it actually does work because it slows down our mind. It helps us to be in our body and to be more aware. So when we slow down and we come become more aware of ourselves then we become more aware of the decisions we make um, our boundaries you know I had no boundary over my time in the past so I was saying yes to work all the time but I was saying no to myself
0: Is it wrong then to try to fight feelings if you know what I mean fight thoughts and feelings in an active way is that is that the wrong approach?
1: Well you see there's no right or wrong because it's and there's no one fits a size fits all it's so down to the person and where the person is at and through my coaching I will sit across from a person and say okay what's your goal here if your goal is to feel well what does wellness look to you look like to you what does wellness feel sometimes it's the physical uh, sometimes it's the mental sometimes it's the emotional so it's not about fighting feelings. It's about tuning in with those feelings and asking if those feelings and thoughts are serving your purpose and your goal.
0: No one is happy all the time. No. It's unnatural. Mm -hmm. Are you happy more of the time?
1: I'm happy more of the time. I feel more empowered myself because I'm more aware of what works for me, Gillian O'Gorman. So what works for me, Gillian O'Gorman, probably wouldn't work for you, Joe Nash. So that's why I don't get people to sign up to a certain strategy. I get people to develop their own strategy. So I'm absolutely happier because when I have the bad day and when I have the stress, which does happen, I have a strategy that works for me to move out of that in a quicker time.
0: Right. Uh, so tell us about what you do. Uh, I think you, ha- you uh, have something happening at Angel Times. Is that right?
1: I do. So, um, well, my business is called The Wellness Lounge and people can find out a little bit about, about me on my website, thewellnesslounge.ie. Um, and what I started to do there before Christmas, I work a lot with Angel Times on Thomas Street. And as many of your listeners will know, um, that's the place to go if you want to get support or, you know, the spiritual kind of uh, workshops. And there's lots of different things in their books and knowledge as well. So I've been working with them for a few years and in uh, October, just gone, I decided to um, start doing free talks um, because I was saying to Anne-Marie, um, uh when we were talking last week, um, that uh, often people can have fear about going into a workshop. People don't want to talk in front of other people. So I think that coming to free talks, and I provide free talks, um, it gives people the 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 platform, or you know, to actually take the first step to working on their wellness. Um, so next week uh, I have a free talk in Angel Times Tuesday at seven thirty. People can just book in on my website, um, and it's all about. Leaning into your wellness goals so obviously January people are all about their resolutions and I don't believe in resolutions I believe in people setting intentions and I believe in setting your intention every day go day by day um, and to lean into your goals because sometimes when you're starting at a level where you haven't done anything for a while and then you have a really really like you know if you haven't run and then you want to do a marathon you know and and, and that's just one kind of example but there's many other examples and so I think they say by the 19th of January people have given up their goals. So I'm all about how you can make small, consistent changes day by day.
0: One other thing, Gillian, if I were to offer you now, mm-hmm. the person you are today, the same job and career that you had, no, <laughs> you don't think that what you've learned about yourself would put you in a better position to do that job?
1: I could do my job, but what I realised was I was surrounded by people and uh, in working in an organisation that values weren't aligned with my own and life is too short, you know. And so that is known disrespect to people or that organisation. That just means it wasn't a fit for me. So therefore, ultimately, I wasn't a fit for them. So I now believe that it's really important and I work in an organisation now where I am surrounded by like-minded people. I like what we do. Their missions and values very much align with my, my own. So then it's not like work, is it? It's like actually going in and you enjoy what you do, and therefore I feel well in myself. And when I feel well in myself, then I show up for my job differently.
0: Right. Fascinating. Okay. Well, Gillian O'Gorman, thank you so much for telling us your story thank and you. also the advice that you've given today. And I think a lot of people will reflect on on what you've said. So I hope you call Limerick today now on 46 forty six nineteen ninety five.